We are back. We're back. Why don't you ever sing with me? I don't know. You were just doing so good. Uh, I'm not a singer. Nobody wants to hear this voice sing. You've sung before. It's not bad. It was pretty rough. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All of our friends. Friends, family, acquaintances. Hello. Hello. We have some really fun questions, part two, to answer this week because we didn't get through them all in our last one. And you guys really like the juicy Q&As. <laughs> and we had so much fun last time, too. It's just another good thing to do. It's so fun. Um, okay. We were just mentioning that one of the highs from the week, it can be mine, has been watching. A f- we always talk about shows because we love to watch shows together and like find new shows to watch. Um, SWAT is probably our all-time favorite show, but it, mm. it's been off for the summer. It comes back in October. I'm really excited. But Turner and Hooch on Disney Plus is our current, like, feel-good fave. So we watch it at night and have, like, a drink or a snack and cuddle and the blanket. It's so comfy, and I just – it's a really cute show. Highly recommend. That's got to be my high, too. That's been, like, the relaxation that we've had through a rough week. It's been, been able to crazy. watch it at night. It's been like very um, fast paced, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been that much time for much of anything. It was so fun last night. I went out with my two best friends for a girls' night, and it was like much needed for all of us. And um, it was just really fun to let loose. I don't do it's that good. a whole lot. I haven't been drunk in a long time, and you didn't throw up. I got very close, but I did not throw up. <laughs> I kind of felt like you were on a mission last night to see how far you could push yourself to throw up. I get, I no, it's just uh, when I'm having a good time and I'm vibing with friends and we're talking and chatting and snacking and drinking wine, you just like open another bottle, open another bottle. Yeah. You just like have fun, but it adds up. And by the end of the night, the last two bottles, everything I saw too of... <laughs> Everything was doubled. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. We sat on the grass in the backyard on like a blanket and just like chatted. It was awesome. I thought it was cool that everybody brought their dogs over. Yeah, all of our dogs had a party too. It was so cute. Yeah, it was nice. It was just a, I don't know, the house felt full like in a good way. It was fun. The babies were here. Babies were here. It was really fun. We've always said that we wanted to have our house be like a... Not a sanctuary, but like a safe place for people to come and be mm-hmm. able to hang out and the doors always open and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when we get moments like that, especially to see babies and dogs and friends, like it's just, it was nice. When we first moved into this house and I remember walking through it, totally empty. We were here like on a, like a tour and I got a word for it. Um, like I really felt God impress on me that like the words for the house and where we were going to live here were feed and seed and that we were going to feed people and like plant seeds um, of like hope or joy or inspiration or passion or friendship. And it's just been so cool to watch that like come to fruition. And that's one of the things that's hard. I was actually laying in bed the other night, like really sad and melancholy. I am excited for our new house, but one of the beautiful things about life is so often we have like and emotions so it's not that you're happy about your new house or you're sad about losing the house you're in like everything in life and transition is it's such an and so I'm happy for the new house and I'm so sad to leave this one I'm excited for new projects and I'm really unhappy that I have to like (laughs) 
say goodbye to all of our renovations here that we've worked so hard on. Yeah, we've worked our butts off in this house, and it's kind of bittersweet. And I was thinking about what makes a house feel so homey, and it's that there's literally memories, like, baked into the walls. Yeah. So I could look at any corner of our house or any room, like the backyard patio, and imagine five or ten different events, five or ten different memories, fun things, my graduation, birthday parties, get-togethers, holidays, that one time I got really drunk. Like, just there's memories everywhere that you look there's different fun things or like we had sex here and then this happened or we made a Mm -hmm. baby in this area and I was pregnant or here and and we celebrated our first Christmas in this area there's just so many memories that are baked in and so what's really hard about walking into a brand new home is that there's no memories baked into the walls and that's what's going to make it feel so cold yeah that's a really good point that's kind of deep You've been thinking on that one. I'm kind of sad, dude. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I, the memories are a huge thing. Or just the the smells of the house or the views or like your comfortable spot, like your go-to. Like you have to relearn all that and find those memories and feelings in the next place. Because all of our stuff is going to come with us. So, I mean, you know, we'll have the lamp, we'll have the couch, we'll have the rug. So that will stay the same, but it's literally the like baked in memories. Yeah. You know, there's like layers and layers of memories and that's something I'm really having a hard time with. We've been here almost four years now. Almost five. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So I would say those are probably my highs and lows. My high has been when we get a minute to breathe and relax and watch our show, our lighthearted show before bed and live as a sleep and all is right in the world. Um, just kind of I'll look around and enjoy like our last nights here in this house. And my low has definitely just been like the, I feel like I'm going through like a grieving. Um, I feel very like close to my homes. I don't just think of houses as like a house and growing up I never moved and I just get very attached. And so I'm having a really hard time still. I probably will until the day we walk out of here. That'll probably be the hardest day. But it's hard when you know that there's also benefits and pluses um, to moving. Mm-hmm. But it just is hard to remember when you're sad. It is. And it's, it's crazy because I just remember going through all of this when we left our apartment and came into this house too. Like... I remember that last night going through and just taking as many pictures as I could to try to have the memories of like where we first started our marriage and where, you know, our family grew Even with the dog and all that stuff. I had a hard time when we moved from our first apartment, our last place, but I was thinking about how this is so unique and different because we've never had to leave a home. True. And that's what I'm struggling with. Yeah. And we've poured blood, sweat, tears. Like we've put a lot into this house. Yeah. So... That's my low. What about you? Uh, my high is probably also Turner and Hooch. It's, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's the little things for nice. us. I don't know. It's kind of an action movie, but it's like a feel-good It's Disney like low-key action, action but still keeps you intrigued. Yeah. So there's that. It's just been nice to be able to relax a little bit at night with that, with everything else that's been going on. And then my low would probably be uh, Thursday at work. It's just a really busy, busy day. and. I had a ton of hearings, and work was just rough this week. I had to work late a couple nights, too. Yeah. 
That was annoying. It was a tough week for both of us because you had a lot of work and had to work late and I had a huge conference, like a three-day conference in Sacramento where I was like gone and exhausted coming home like dragging my ass and just so tired. It was so cool to see all that come together though. You've been busting your butt at work for six months or so to, to prep this huge conference and you killed it. Yeah, and I only made one mistake. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody what it was? <laughs> I already I already shared it on Instagram. Um, I made all the like PowerPoint kind of slide presentation for the speakers on the main stage during like the keynote and stuff. And on one of them, I put pubic spaces instead of public spaces. <laughs> and someone actually came up to me who had taken a picture of it, like just to show me that it was a mistake. <laughs> yes, people love pointing out flaws. <laughs> yeah and I was like oh uh I don't know we really collaborated on the slides as a group so I'll I'll get I'll tell everyone I'll let them know that what they did yeah I actually (laughs) I didn't make that one slide that wasn't me weird cowardice at its best (laughs) (laughs) um yeah okay yeah shall we jump into some questions I think we should because we have quite a few okay first one why don't I wear a ring very often? I wear mine all the time. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love my ring. Rings. I think that they're beautiful. The first practical reason is just that I need to get them resized. Ever since I got pregnant and had lived, my fingers got bigger and they just cut off my circulation. So there's that. But also, um, I have this weird like special form of um what's it called eczema where you can only get it on your fingers and your toes and I have it on my uh I only have it in one spot on my whole body like I don't have eczema anywhere else except my ring finger um and it it comes and goes throughout the year there's times where it like um is really aggressive and it hurts and it like bleeds and it's itchy and it's just like kind of gross um and then there's times where it's like dormant and it's just pretty much smooth um I was researching it more and it's um it's caused by seasonal allergies which I get really bad in the fall and the spring so it makes sense why it would be happening right now um and stress so like when I'm really stressed it'll pop back up so um any metal like even near it really makes it like a million times worse so it's kind of I don't know it's hard it's annoying that I only have eczema on my ring finger it couldn't have been like my thumb or something (laughs) or any other finger yeah so I just want to clear the air on that one. Multiple people have asked me about that. We should get you one of those rubber like Quelo rings to wear because it's like rubbery. It's not metal. Um, I don't think it would be much better because it would still trap moisture underneath unless it was a really would. thin one. If it was a really it. thin one, I think that they have the thin women's ones. Mm-hmm. I do too. We could try that. Might be worth it. Sometimes on a good day, if it's if I don't have like a raging eczema patch right there I'll wear like one of my rings Mm -hmm. um because I don't want to overdo it because when I wear all three together it's like kind of thick um and like I said I just need to get them resized because I have fat ass fingers I have like oh no I actually do I have like size eight and a half fingers that's huge my sister has like a three she's tiny tiny fingers tiny fingers that's okay I'm I'm a Nordic woman, babe. I'm a Viking woman. I have large hands. Wait, let me see your hand. Is it bigger than mine? I think it is. We've done this before. My yeah. fingers are bigger. Okay, well, that's good. 
I got a half inch on you. Your fingers are longer and they're slightly rounder. Rounder. So maybe, that's maybe I got chubby fingers. That makes me in. feel better. Um, yeah, that's why I don't wear a ring most of the time. Um, I actually don't wear earrings for the same reason. Not well. I guess it's a completely different reason because I don't have eczema on my ears, but it just the metal irritates my ears i'm really sensitive so i do have them pierced but i just like never wear them because it hurts even like white gold and stuff but yeah irritates your ears. i can have them in for about two hours and then it starts to get like swollen and huh. like kind of like pussy did you know that if you write the word pussy it's pussy <laughs> and i have tried multiple times to like type that to you with like my ears or like my finger or like just if there's a gross situation happen and i have to say like oh it's swollen and pussy and it always says pussy <laughs> <laughs> can someone help me is there a different spelling do am you, i missing something do you pus space e or something like that am i missing something or dash. i don't know <laughs> yeah i've you know pussy's probably been a long rounder than <laughs> i don't know oh my gosh i feel like i'm having longer. a hot flash i swear i'm still getting postpartum hot flashes <laughs> i'll just randomly break out in a hot sweat okay um next question if you were given a hundred thousand dollars right now what would you do with it you want to go first uh i haven't actually thought about it i would probably buy a golf cart oh because they're really cool i would probably buy a different house or a new house um and or more expensive house. I would probably pay to get it, like, renovated, new closets, upgraded kitchen, granite countertops. Like, like um, one of those, like, build-your-own houses, mm. you know? A de- like, a new development where you uh-huh. pick everything. I think that's what I'd do. That'd be pretty cool. With a golf cart in the front. With a golf cart. <laughs> on rims. It's my spinners. dream to have my own golf cart. We're close enough. We could go. I know. Fun. The new house is really close to the golf course. So, I mean, it's a very... it's. If you think about it, I mean, it would be a shame not to. It's a wise investment. I think so. We'll have to find one. Facebook Marketplace. Yep. That's where we find everything yep. else. I've, I've already been looking. I can't stop thinking about pussy and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird well, coincidence. What's the question? I need to answer. So. Um, yeah, you need to answer. If you were right given now? 100K right now on Saturday night, what would you do with it? I would probably buy another Harley, but then I would want to put the rest back into the house, I think. Ooh, or more tattoos. I think you'd have plenty of money for that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Where would you put them? Probably the other arm. No. Two full sleeves. I would. Mi- I miss your arm. I love your sleeve. It is really cool, but sometimes I look at it and I just think, I miss that arm. It had a cute <laughs> freckle on it. You knew it for six years. <laughs> it had a cute freckle on it. It did. Now it's got a black freckle. <laughs> I should have peed before we did this. Oh, no. Okay. Mm, so, basically, we're practical AF. With just our like money. house stuff. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, that we would, like, save a lot of money if we ran into just a big chunk. Yeah, why not? Um, next question. Is there anything that you've hidden from each other? Is there anything that you avoid talking about? I have a juicy one for this okay but i don't know if i should be like completely honest or just say like oh in life (laughs) what's something we've hidden okay i'll just say it when we were newlyweds i had a job at a restaurant and my boss was a total pig man a pig person (laughs) and he 
sexually harassed, approached, um, whatever, all of the, what the girl waitresses, if they were like under 30, um, and he, or like some of the regulars, he, he was just the biggest flirt ever and was kind of a slut. And, um, I wasn't honest with you about, we've talked about it since then, like I've told you, but, um, I wasn't completely honest with you about how intense it was in terms of like, I felt really awkward and didn't really, I didn't want you to be upset. I didn't want you to be mad when I went to work and like wonder Mm. I didn't it felt like really awkward. Like I was in the middle of like these two dudes, whereas obviously I should have just been like, here's what's going on. This is what he said to me today. He rubbed his dick on my leg and said like, blah, blah, blah. But I was like scared to create like more drama around it. Or like, like I said to have, cause I, the money was great and I did like the job itself and I didn't want you to be like, you're quitting right now. Yeah. And just kind of avoid the situation while you could. Yeah. And I would say, so that's something that I kind of hid from you. And I would say if, if there's anything that I avoid talking about with you, it's credit cards. Mm. Which we used to like fight and bicker about that a lot and like money and financial stuff, but we've learned to be better. I mean, we don't talk about it all the time, but we've learned to be better. I think better that that's why I don't want to talk to you about it because of like the past and how it's caused like tension. Probably. Um, we are really lucky to not have a lot of debt. Um, thankfully, we both, neither of us have school debt, which is a huge thing that most people have. Yeah. So we're really grateful for that. So when I say debt, it's not like crazy amounts. It's just annoying amounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfy. I don't know. It, it feels violating almost to have to be so vulnerable or honest about it i think some of it has to do with too that i've noticed is that both of our dads are very like money central so in the past like if you have a credit card bill or something like you get the whole your dad you know oh you should not have it blah blah, blah or my dad or you whatever you know what I mean? yeah so i think that in a marriage you can also have that feeling because yeah there was a time when i was like we need to pay off our credit cards we can't have any debt da, 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 yeah. you know what i mean i like, would say that that's pr- that's probably the biggest reason is not wanting to be parented by you mm-hmm um yeah yeah and we don't have a lot of credit card debt at all like 500 bucks is a lot to me on a credit card so that's kind of what well, we we don't go much above that thousand dollars twelve hundred dollars whatever yeah um so is there anything that you have hidden from me in our relationship in our past is there anything that you avoid talking about? I actually go. You go first, and if you can't think of anything, I f- I feel like I have something to the, contribute. The only thing I can think of, and it's not really like I'm hiding it because I don't think you'll care, is that I gamble on sports every once in a while. Really? Yeah. Like I don't know, like 20, I mean, 20 bucks a week, like nothing crazy. I know that you have done that, like over the years. It's not like a new thing. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll like turn to me in the car and be like, "Hey, I just won forty bucks from this bet I made." Yeah, that's true. I think it would be concerning if it was high amounts, but you only yeah. do like. No, it's like twenty bucks a week, if that. Like, just something to keep it entertaining. Um, what I was gonna say for things you've hidden from me, it would possibly be like when we were more at the beginning of our relationship like your past in terms of like girlfriends Mm -hmm. and like your sexual past and who you dated and how many or like we ran into one or a few at certain times 
I can see that. And that's also something that I, like, never wanted to talk about. Yeah? Because I didn't want to, like, be judged by my past or whatever, you know? Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Every time you talk about another... Well, we don't talk about any girl... It's not like we're sitting here talking about exes, but <laughs> when it has come up, I actually, it, like, makes me want you even more because I'm, I get very, like, possessive. Where I'm like, yeah, go ahead and talk about Angela, but I'm right here. I'm right here, and I can take your pants off. Oh, you're so cute. Um, There wasn't an Angela. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> yeah, I get really jealous, and I never get jealous of you. Well, you get to go to bed next to me every other night. other people who were on your peen. <laughs> I think that's natural to be jealous about that stuff, so no matter you how long you've been You don't get jealous married, when I bring it up. Maybe I just don't tell you, because I'm hiding it. No, you don't. You're like the most chill cucumber ever. You're like, oh, cool. And I'm like, give me a little fire, bro. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool story. I'm like, what the? I I won. I beat all of them out because I get to keep you. That's so nice. Why, why would I be jealous of somebody lesser than me? Oh, <laughs> dropping bombs. That's so cute. Okay. Um, next question. Do we see a therapist? negative no we've talked about it at times um but we never have i have done counseling and seen therapists individually i ebb and flow i've never had like one consistent one mostly honestly because of money and cost so um i would say every year i maybe do like two months out of 12 months of counseling like i'll kind of jump into it with someone well that's not true last year i did like my whole pregnancy and postpartum I did like 15 straight months with my therapist I don't know I kind of go in and out I find different people but whenever I need a tune up or feel like I'm kind of drowning and stuff which is less and less the more that I have grown um, I feel more equipped and have more tools to like manage things but when something comes up I don't hesitate to reach out for help or to start seeing someone I've used BetterHelp which I really like it's the app where you meet virtually Um, and then I've also done like virtual counseling with um, um, a friend who became like a woman's coach and yeah I just kind of have tried a bunch of different stuff I love self-improvement so I'm super into that and I almost feel like my me being in counseling and my counseling journey has benefited our relationship it's not couples counseling but the work that I do and like the insights that I bring to you have totally benefited us together 100% I think that's awesome that's I was going to say the same thing is that you've gone through stuff and put in that time, but it also spurs so many conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest, to me, what I see for you going when you do go is because you need a different perspective than I can offer. Yeah. Um, I feel like we talk about everything. We're very open about everything, but sometimes I just can't give you the angle or the answer or whatever that needs to be given and there's so many times where and if they're professionals yeah and so i mean just something like saying like so how does that make you feel like we've talked about before and sometimes i just don't do that or i don't say it the right way or, mm-hmm. or whatever to to spur that insight or that next step that you need in a thought or or, or i mean they're professionally trained like there's just there's like a benefit of they know what cpsd is and cptsd and they know about anxiety disorders and they know about avoidance and they know about just there's things and terms and ideas and training that they have that maybe you wouldn't have you know yeah, so totally. I, I am a full believer in counseling we almost can i can i tell them this part 
Remember when we first got married? Uh, whatever, sure. We almost, when we were newly wet, newly-ish weds in the first, like, two years of marriage, went to get a sex therapist. We, like, looked into it, and I found one that was local, and we just decided because of money not to, but we were really struggling, and we're thinking about going to one. Yeah, just learning each other's bodies and stuff, and, like, the... Well, and we went through all the church shame. Yeah. Yeah, the whole... Yeah, we're not going to go back into that, but... Go listen to the episode on getting kicked out of church. Yeah. There was just a lot of baggage to unpack, and it all came out in the bedroom. We had bedroom baggage, if you will. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And not just church, but just past relationships, jealousy, insecurity. There was just a lot. And job stuff, too. I mean, that was when I was the most stressed out and working a job that I absolutely hated, where I'd work 14-hour days and then come home and just be dead exhausted. Like, there was... I don't, I think it almost like caused me to like pull away from you a little bit because I was just so freaking tired all the time. Yeah, it was tough. There was a lot going on. So thankfully we kind of worked through all of the individual issues. I don't think it was just one thing. It was a bunch of issues that were leading to like a really awkward sex life. Um, thankfully, as you work through things as a couple, your sex life improves as you go through emotional spiritual whatever journey and healing together it always improves your sex life that's just kind of like a byproduct i think yeah um okay next we're killing it these days so i mean i wouldn't say killing it we bicker all the time and honestly my inner monologue what i was talking about the sex life oh yeah that's good (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 better for sure okay I don't want to give people a false impression that we're sitting over here on clouds and rainbows because yesterday at girls night, we were actually talking about this and I was so grateful to have a best friend who understands as I'm like being my most vulnerable raw self to have someone who's not like, oh, you're the worst, but they're like, oh, I totally get it. Um, when I was like my inner monologue to my husband can be so mean and I know that if I said it all out loud, we'd like never talk. And so I just have mean thoughts to myself and they were so kind and they held space for me and they were like it's a hard season like you're exhausted you we know you love your husband but just being like in my head like you're an idiot and just sometimes I think really mean things about you better to be thought than said I always say yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay um next question what are the best pots and pans for the kitchen I am obsessed with Calphalon. Is that what it's called? Yep. It's the best brand, the best pans, the best pots, the best quality, the best everything. I'm obsessed with Calphalon. I think I just have to say nonstick. Calphalon is nonstick, so Eric says Calphalon. There you as well. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question Olivia's one year milestones now that she's going to be one in like five days. We're going to, our next podcast episode is going to be, I just wanted to let them know, um, our next podcast episode next week is going to be a one-year-old Olivia birthday podcast where we're going to talk about our biggest failures and biggest successes in the first year of parenting and get kind of more into like her, um, but some milestones that she has had recently. Yep. That's an exciting one. It's going to be fun. It was a question. What are some milestones that she's had recently? Uh, Oh, um, She's been standing like crazy, mm-hmm. and she loves to push stuff. Like, she mm-hmm. was pushing a little baby rocking chair the other day. She has one of those actual little push toys that, like, helps babies walk, and she's 
she's ready. She's starting to let go of holding on to stuff and stand there and balance for today. I told you she did it for like a minute. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. She's starting to point more and make more like sounds and yeah. kind of notice that her surroundings be able to notice what she wants and she can't really fully communicate it but um i'm able to like read her a little bit better um she has a lot of thoughts and is very opinionated and i love it she has such a sassy little personality she's (laughs) wild and crazy and i literally looked at her yesterday and i was like whose child are you because you are just like she is like a shot of whiskey in a person she's just wild and full-on and she's a little redhead like she has this like reddish hair strawberry blonde and i was like how is this my child like (laughs) i don't know it's just so fun and crazy to like learn them they have they have a lot of personality as babies they are not just little lumps as i once thought i thought it was cool what you said the other day about her where uh-oh where you were saying that she was, uh, what was the word? Comfortable, a comfortable oh, explorer or whatever? Yeah, um, yes. So I was at that com- this conference this week, and I work in the education world, and it was an edu- educator's conference. And so I was talking about Liv's upcoming birthday with some of the educators, and I was like, yeah, she's just not a cuddly baby like she doesn't just run up to you and like want hugs or or sit on your lap and cuddle or really sit on your lap at all she is going 24 7 all the time she wants to explore she wants to be on her own she wants to um play she just is always like learning and just going and there's no like middle like chill olivia she's either a hundred percent or asleep pretty much yeah (laughs) and i told them this and they're like oh it sounds like she has amazing secure attachment sounds like she's securely attached and i from my like psychology background in college like i knew exactly what that was and it it, like made me tear up a little bit i was like oh my god she is securely attached because in the psychology world in therapy there's secure attachment and insecure attachment and secure attachment is where the child feels like their needs are psychological like um physical spiritual food needs like where they feel like their needs are so like met and they trust the parents so much and they feel so seen and so safe in their presence that they feel free to explore they feel free to try new things they feel free to be on their own they feel free to not be with you 24 7 to not make sure you're right there and it just meant so much to me because so much of my healing journey with um therapy and anxiety and trauma has been insecure attachment issues Mm -hmm. and so just to know that we're doing right by her and we are raising her so strong and so solid and so secure even at this age like that made me so happy because those early years are so formative and you can't take it back yeah yeah the fact that she's not quite even a year old yet and she's wanting to go out and adventure just around the house even in areas where we can't see her or whatever like she's awesome she's so independent mm-hmm. um okay yes so next week we'll do kind of more of a deep dive and i think it's gonna be funny because i've already been thinking about our biggest parenting fails from this last year there are a few that come to mind that are very dramatic and were terrifying so we'll get into that yeah. and hopefully it'll tell you what not to do <laughs> <laughs> things to avoid come back next week <laughs> um okay one more 
question, babe. Do you want to ask it? What do you like most about each other? That's so nice. <laughs> what a cute question. What do you like most about each other? I don't like anything about you, actually. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Not even my butt. Okay. Oh, no, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go first. I mean, obviously. Unless you need time to think about well, no, obviously, it. Nothing like, comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you got nice hair. Okay, you're up. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I mean, aside I'll aside take from it. all like the physical stuff. Um, what do you mean physical stuff? Like how beautiful you are, and I love your eyes, your nose. Yeah, and your let's mouth. go. Let's say that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff's awesome. Did you just say I love your eyes and your nose? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So random. And your smile. Thanks. So just like my face. <laughs> I love everything about he's, you. He's like, no, fuck oh those eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But I like that you like to talk. You're very expressive in your feelings, and you've taught me to learn what I'm feeling and how to express my feelings and talk to you about it. So I like that you are a good communicator. Um, I've created a secure attachment <laughs> yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest draws that I initially, like thinking back to when we were dating and stuff, is that if we get in an argument or bicker or whatever, you were the first girl I've ever met in my life that would say, like, I'm sorry hey, I'm sorry I said it this way. Hey, I'm sorry I said that. I didn't mean it that way. And I, that's like that was the biggest draw to me at that time. I was like, this girl's so mature that she can realize when she's wrong. That's yeah, so that's cool. sweet. Thank you, babe. I do have a, a very strong conscience, and I know the moment it happens when I am wrong and outside my lines, and I also know the moment that you are wrong, <laughs> and I will wait for an apology forever. Um, thank you. That was so nice. You're welcome. You forgot to mention my butt, though. Oh, yeah. You got a great ass. And my boobs. Yep. Perfect boobs. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, what do I like most about you? Um, you are the, I was actually just, I think about it all the time. I was just thinking about it today or yesterday. You are the kindest, gentlest most like pure man I've ever met you are just so like you you are pure love like you are a hundred percent love everyone else I've ever met in my whole life has been like burdened or jaded or broken or they're they're 80 percent love they're 50 percent love and then there's like the other mix is like some brokenness and some addiction and some anger and some introvertedness or just whatever like people are just a a mess of person and that's fine but you're the first person I've ever met that's just an oozing love ball 24-7 oozing love ball yes you are a a a pussy love a pussy love ball I was gonna say what am I oozing um you are like just so safe and so kind i've never met anyone who's just so kind well thank you and so soft and also really fucking hot because all those characteristics would be like totally marryable and if you're like kind of ugly i'd be like well he's super nice (laughs) and he has a really great personality and he's gonna love me forever and we're gonna have such like a safe little loving relationship but then god was also like and he's hot so that's why i'm here today perfect well that's very nice of you um well sir when do you like to golf what do you mean or oh we should watch turner we're and hooch. gonna watch turner and hooch you silly turner and hooch 
Um, guys, thank you so much for showing up again, for coming and hanging out. We hope the point of this podcast is not only to be unfiltered and real in a world that is just kind of fake and cultivated, but just to make people feel less alone and to make them feel seen and like they have friends here and um, that's what all of you guys are. So we appreciate you so much and we can't wait to hear from you. Um, go follow our Instagram at Griffin Unfiltered Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to our podcast so that you'll get notified when our new episodes come out and we can't wait to continue the journey next week. Have a great night.